0: Welcome to this episode of Still Recording. I'm your co-host, Tony Hannitys, and over that way yonder is Quentin McKinnon. What's up, guys? So, we haven't been here for, I want to say, three weeks now, So, and a lot of stuff has happened. You've been to Vegas twice, I've been to Vegas once, we finally saw each other after many, many moons of not being able to hang out with each other, but, uh, you know, it's, it's good to be back in the podcasting seat.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's good to be home, too, and not have another trip right around the corner.
0: I agree. These trips are fun, but I can definitely see why uh, people that go to conventions often are extremely burnt out.
1: Yeah, definitely <laughs> could see that after all this.
0: So one thing that did occur that, to a certain degree, is important in both of our lives was... A very, very large company, arguably one of the largest companies in the world, announced something. or actually, a few things, but one thing that was not necessarily earth-shattering, but it was very interesting. And that was Apple when they announced the iPhone X. And don't you dare call it an iPhone X because someone's going to come to your door and, and, uh, and yell at you. Very sternly.
1: You know, I forgot to tell you that I had someone tell me, Oh, so what what's new about the iPhone the Xbox one ten? And I was like, No, 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 no. <laughs> 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 uh,
0: at least it wasn't the Xbox one ten scorpio uh, scorpion or something like completely off. Like, no, you're <laughs> You're not even, you're in the right ballpark, but you're playing the wrong game. <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, so iPhone 10 got announced. Uh, oh my gosh, so pretty. So pretty of a phone. As a, someone who uses uh, iPhone and has always used iPhone, I I'm super stoked for this one. It just looks so nice. The The no, lack of a home button, at first I was not on board with, but after them showing, like, this is how we're handling the lack of a home button, I'm on board. I'm I'm going to be pre-ordering mine.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was, you know, arguably the 10th anniversary. I mean, the, this is why they call it the iPhone 10. This is why they skipped iPhone 9 was because they wanted something to come out in 2017, 10 years after the initial launch. I get that. I too, am. I'm not blown away by the design, and it's not because I'm, I'm an Android guy, but I don't know, I think I was uh, expecting a little bit more, and it's probably because a lot of the rumor mills was uh, talking about this uh, fingerprint reader that would be part of the screen, and I know you and I had talked about the uh, face ID detection, which is... Arguably similar to something that a company that we work with has for um, for security on laptops and phones and things like that. But uh, other than that, I I see where Apple's going with it. I just I don't know. I I'm not sure if this is uh, what like. And I know it's not Steve Jobs' company anymore because you know God rest his soul. He's he's long gone. But Do you think that this would fit in his idea of what he would want the 10th anniversary of an iPhone to be?
1: I feel like maybe if it had launched a few years ago, um, I feel like this is the direction they should have been going a long time ago of actually innovating, showing something really new, Uh, you know, because the last few years with Apple, especially for their laptop line, has felt like they're going in the opposite direction and it's been really easy to uh, sell Windows computers. It's been it's been real easy.
0: <laughs> now on the phone side of it, um, I you know obviously you got a hand to Apple. They they started this whole thing, and and then Android came out, and you know to a certain degree they they innovated a little bit quicker. But the the old adage is Apple might be late to the party, but they always bring the best alcohol, meaning they they do it right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 uh, there, there's another phone that was actually built by Andy Rubin, the father of Android. And his new company, Essential, created the Essential phone. And his whole deal with the front panel, and I don't know if you've seen this, similar to the iPhone X where the screen is pretty much edge to edge. And for the front-facing camera, there's a little notch. In the screen itself, that kind of, uh, I guess, circulates the camera, so the screen is around the camera, but it does have that weird nub uh, while you're using the phone. Apple did the same thing. Do you think that, in the long run, people are going to be okay with this, Uh, or do you think technology will get to a point where we don't necessarily need all the sensors and the uh the notifications to be on
1: that front and we'll have nubs and notches cut out of the actual screen uh you know i'm honestly kind of skeptical that's the only thing i'm curious about is the fact that it does have these weird sections of the screen that are missing edge to edge displays have always been very popular but the fact that this is like rounded and then it has like the the uh camera sensor bit in the screen, basically cutting off a bit of the screen. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm waiting to see how it feels in my hand before I make a decision because I personally haven't seen a phone like this. I mean, I haven't seen this essential phone that you're talking about. I don't know of any other phone that does it. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is, but I just haven't, taking a look at any of them and so I'm curious especially as an iOS user how it will feel.
0: Why do you think they launched an iPhone 8 and an iPhone 10 in the same year? You just have to wait a month to get the next one. Like is it good is it the good better best kind of sales mentality?
1: Yeah, I could definitely I could definitely see the good better best being very much used there cuz the iPhone 10, like a lot of people, are like, "Oh, it's so expensive. It's it's so like overpriced. It's a typical Apple, blah blah blah." And it's like, you know what? It's really that's why, not that expensive. One, it's really not that expensive, and then two, it's not. It's that's why they launched an eight as well. Is so if if you are someone who likes the newest but is, doesn't want to pay for, I almost you would call it experimental tech for Apple. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have to get in all in with this. You still have the iPhone 8 that has the home button, has the new camera, has, you know, the better screen, blah, 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 blah. It has all of that, but you don't have to go with the more expensive option. That's one thing I do have to credit Apple for is a lot of people say their phones are expensive, but they've always been the same price, like as far as I remember, the phones have always been the same price they've only ever introduced higher prices when they started introducing like really high tier gigs. so when they introduced like instead of doing just thirty two sixty four one twenty eight they finally had like the two fifty six phone or something like that where it's you know really high storage capacity, and they're like you don't have to get this, but it's an option,
0: yeah, I love that. They were basically like you have the low memory capacity of 64 and then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum 256 and like oh what about the middle option yeah there's no middle <laughs> you either go really low or really high and if you're smart about it you're going to go really high
1: yeah that's the one that i'm kind of uh on the fence about the fact that they went 64 256 cuz as someone who uses a lot of cloud i i would like more than 64 but I don't need two fifty six, and I, I'm like, where's the one twenty eight option? No, we didn't. You do it. Well, but but why? Because they know they can.
0: I mean, it's you know, it's it's not an altruistic thing. It's 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 definitely a a, a business uh, decision, and yeah, it's it's def it's it's weird because one might argue that. They would want to sell the you know a one twenty eight and then maybe with that they give you an extra five gigabytes in your iCloud and get you to pay for a monthly subscription with iCloud some, uh, somehow. I mean, arguably that would be. I don't think that's their you know that's their business model though. Cloud storage isn't Apple. They you know we you and I have had this talk before many times. They're just now getting into cloud computing and because of the privacy concerns they really don't want to touch it uh that too too harshly but i think you know if i were to buy this phone there's no question without a doubt that i would go with the 256 as as much as it, it would set me back um my <laughs> wife and i can both contest that that 64 gigabytes would go away in less than a week and that's because of the combination of the apps Um, that are on our phone but mostly because of all the music and uh, photos that we take and now i know you're gonna say well you could just offload that well yes but we do download them to our phones as well too
1: well i mean to be fair i'm looking i'm looking currently at my phone and i have six songs 116 videos And 3,224 photos and 190 applications. So, like, I'm using currently, out of the 128 gigs, including, obviously, the system storage, I currently have 57.86 gigs left. So, I'm already in the same boat of I would have to get the 256 model.
0: Yeah. And by pigeonholing the customer, there's, like, there's no argument. You know, it's like, well, what else are you going to do? you going to get an iPhone 8? No. Okay, then. Suck it up. Figure it out. And that's, you know, that's what Apple. And once you get past that hurdle, you're fine. And you're going to love the phone just like you thought you would love it in the first place. So, I, just like you, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the actual reviews because I saw a lot of early hands-on when they had the event at the Apple campus. Uh, which, by the way, did you see pictures from the campus at Apple? That's a beautiful oh, campus. Oh
1: my gosh, yeah, they finished that fast. I forgot they were working on it, and man, that is pretty. It's funny because um,
0: our respective day jobs. Uh, we we uh, on our team, we actually have two reps down there that that work in that area. And before they had joined on, I, I was a temporary rep in that area. And, you know, there's a lot of Apple fandom, like to the point that there were people outside the gated, uh, well, fences of where they were building the spaceship. And they're like trying to take pictures and stuff. I mean, you've seen the drone footage that people take on a Sunday when there's nobody there. But there are people there on a regular basis, just, you know, before they had opened it up, just trying to see you know, beyond the gate to see what it really looks like in person. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you any other tech company, maybe Google, you know, um, but realistically there's not a lot of tech companies that if they're building something that people drop everything to go out and see if they can get a first glance.
1: Yeah. There is a bit of fandom that is around Apple that I don't necessarily enjoy where, you do still have quite a lot of people that is that fall into the wheelhouse of Apple can do no wrong, and I just I've never been a big fan of that mentality.
0: You know, I don't think it's I don't think they're completely phased by the they can't do no wrong idea. I just think that a lot of them don't care if they do wrong. You know, like the um when Apple was in the courts with the FBI. Is saying that they're not going to give up uh, the password to the FBI of this uh, suspected terrorist, and there are people on both sides of, of the aisle saying they shouldn't do it or they should do that. I mean, there are people that were complete fans were on both sides; like they they, they mm-hmm. couldn't even agree where where Apple should stand when it comes to to privacy. But then, you know, when you point the uh, point the uh, microscope back at them, they would say, yeah, I want complete privacy. So it's, it's just weird um, how people just see companies. And, you know, for you and I, we both work for arguably the world's largest software company. And I think, you know, when we're off the clock, we're able to not vent, but we're able to speak our mind about certain things that happen, not just in the retail face, but also the business side of it whether we agree with it or not. And
1: mm-hmm. that's
0: something I, I don't, I hear it from
1: Apple people, but not quite as much. Yeah. They, they seem to fall under like almost like cheer pressure where it's like, you have to be excited about this. You need to be excited whether you agree with it or not. You need to be all in with this. All
0: in. Sorry.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, you know what I was excited for, actually? Um, I finally got this. Here, where is it? I know you can't see it, and especially for those of you listening on the podcast, you can't see it. So I'm just going to explain it to you. Uh, I went to an event a couple of weeks ago called Showstoppers, and it's a small event for the press where you're you're able to meet and greet uh, existing companies but also up-and-comers. And this was a startup, uh, and they had a project on Kickstarter. And the company's called Solgar. And that gar is spelled with two A's, so it's Solgar. Anyways, their <laughs> their flagship product actually is a really cool backpack. And, you know, I'm a tech reviewer. I don't re- review, like, bags. But it's a solar backpack, and the actual solar pack is something you can remove. And it's also a... Um, Bluetooth speaker.
1: The backpack so a speaker? it has its
0: own No no no. Um yeah, the backpack has a speaker and a and a solar panel. So you can actually remove the solar panel from the backpack. And the solar panel is this um well think of the anchor batteries that you and I both got. Multiply them, you know, if if you were to stack them one on top of the other maybe three times, that's the thickness of this Bluetooth speaker. Um okay. and so on one side it's a Bluetooth speaker. On the other side, it's a uh, it's it's a solar panel, and so basically the idea is you can listen to music while simultaneously charge your phone uh, or you know Nintendo DS if you if you have one of those. <laughs> and I'm excited to use this because honestly, I have maybe seven different Bluetooth speakers, and none of them are really that good.
1: You know, we have one Bluetooth speaker in the house, and we keep it in the shower so we can listen to our tunes while, you know, getting clean, whatever. Uh, and we recently tried out the microphone on it, and it is surprisingly good for being like just a $100 speaker. We tried it out, and you couldn't even hear the shower. Well, you straight up could not hear the shower. It sounded like maybe a little staticky on the other end, but you couldn't tell that they were currently in the shower. And it was it was awesome. Because you can take phone calls in the shower. <laughs> I don't know why you would. But you can. I know
0: a, a specific reason why that would be very useful. And that's if you need to listen to a uh, Friday morning conference call. And maybe you woke up a little bit late. You know, <laughs> things happen. Cra- crazy <laughs> Thursday night at the Margarita Bar. I don't know. And uh, you have to save face. But you need to listen and you need to get clean and they might ask you a question and you're ready just if you don't, don't bring in your computer to 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 point to a particular graph or anything cuz that would be dumb oh jeez <laughs> um that sounds uh, you know I had a radio shower nope that's not what I had I had a shower radio that's it that's the thing I had a shower radio that suction cup to the side but these suction cups were like you know, this was made, not a Dollar Tree shower radio, but it was definitely like a Walgreens brand or you know CVS kind of brand. It was just an impulse buy thing. And these suction cups were tremendously terrible. <laughs> and no matter what I did, it would just slide off the side of the wall and just fall to the ground. And the thing was extremely resilient. It never broke, but it did nearly break my toe because it fell and I wasn't uh paying attention and it hit smack dab on top of my my left pinky toe. Oh, ow. And as you as you well know that is probably one of the most uh what's the word delicate uh of toes. <laughs> so needless to say um I became a soprano <laughs> at that very moment <laughs> with my crazy scream. So for me no more showers in the nope wrong choice of phrase no more radios in the shower that's what i'm saying
1: (laughs) there you go i'm leaving it in so what do you think about dad jokes and anti-jokes
0: what's an anti-joke
1: what's red and bad for your teeth
0: what's red and bad for my teeth
1: a brick Uh, what do you call a black man in space
0: i'm scared for the answer
1: an astronaut
0: okay that's very. That's the dives deep into my psyche. Um, I appreciate all people.
1: Ask me if I'm an orange.
0: Are you an orange?
1: Nope, I'm a person. Uh, that one I don't get though. <laughs> See, that's the that's the point of an anti joke is there's there's no pun. It's just terrible, and it's so terrible. It comes back around and is amazing.
0: It sounds like a joke that Michael Scott might make, but he would do it wrong, and him and Dwight would find it hilariously funny, and the whole office would just be staring at them like, I'm not offended, but I I also don't get it, so I'm kind of offended. <laughs> Sorry, I've been on an, uh, watching The Office again for like the umpteen time. Oh, the past it's meetings. such a good show. I have no idea why. It's great, but the problem is like I've been binge watching all these other shows like this the new season of Gotham, the new season of Dark Matter, the new season of Narcos. And for some strange reason, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start rewatching The Office again. And But here's it holds the thing. Up, man.
1: Here's the thing is there's nothing wrong with that. It's so good, except there is the one episode that none of us watch ever. Can you name the episode?
0: Is that the the last season where no it was like... No? Okay. Is that the last episode, the finale?
1: No. The episode is okay. Scott's Tots.
0: Um, you know, I don't believe I have uh, gotten to that part yet again. But would you be uh, so kind as to remind me the synopsis of said episode?
1: Well, spoilers for the people who haven't seen it. But Scott's Tots is where it's been the full... Uh, let's say 10 years and there's a group of children that Michael Scott promised to pay for all of their college. If they got through high school and the entire school (gasps) got through. (laughs) And so they are doing this huge (laughs) fanfare, this huge fanfare, all excited for him. Thank you so much for paying for our college. Oh, God. And I just remember that episode. The funniest part of so that a whole episode is when Stanley's just sitting there laughing his ass off. Just oh, like it's finally happening. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's definitely been some pretty crazy, cringeworthy moments. Um, there was that episode I just watched the, uh, the other day where Michael Scott goes to the college for ryan so ryan can get <laughs> extra credit for bringing his boss and michael goes up and he's like there's four kinds of businesses
1: tourism airlines hospitals and then he starts adding more
0: no there's five and six yeah just starts adding them down the line it's like, oh god this guy is awesome
1: Oh, no, man. but Scott's Tots is legit. The episode I will straight up skip because it is just so cringy because it's not just one of those moments where like the episode you're talking about where it's like there's parts that are like Ugh, the whole yeah, episode, the whole episode. It's yeah. just, You're just sitting there like, no, 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 no. So the question I have for you then is. Do you do anti jokes and dad jokes with your daughter and son? Um sometimes.
0: More so with my son. My daughter's a little bit too young to get anything. I could say knock knock who's there banana banana who there's a penguin. <laughs> and she gets a kick out of that. It's 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 so great cuz she's just she just thinks everything's funny. Um, but my son, he's, uh, he's, he's different. He's a card. He's, you know, he's eccentric and wonderful and beautiful in his own way. Uh, there's sometimes where, uh, even he will say dad jokes and I'll be like, nope, <laughs> that's nope. That's just, <laughs> that's, it's funny, but it's just weird. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there, there are definitely sometimes where it is my job um my solemn job and i and i i've taken the pledge on this you know I, and i've made promises where i will make sure that when he is in the company of me and his friends i will embarrass him that's my job <laughs> i mean that's like, part of the dad you know, creed right of course you know we don't have meetings every tuesday night and not talk about the creed that we took blood oath and all that <laughs> So yeah, there's definitely times where I've made jokes, and I don't think they would necessarily be constituted as dad jokes. They're just bad jokes, (laughs) just like, oh my gosh, why is he here? (laughs) I'm like, yay, I'm funny over here. Look at me. What's up?
1: My wife calls me a dad in training because I make all of the dad jokes, all of the anti jokes. Let me hear one. Just give me one. Uno. I mean, one joke, one joke that I gave to her recently is we were playing Destiny and we were trying to get to an objective. And she's way far ahead of me towards the objective. And I said, hey, Maddie, Maddie, wait, wait, wait. And so she stops her character, stands there. I was like, look at this, look at this. And so she comes towards me. And now as she comes towards me, I sprint past her. I was like, okay, thanks. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> like, what What the heck, man? <laughs> it's, your, it's your problem. <laughs>
1: yeah, I. she calls me a dad in training because of these stupid jokes I make. And I'm okay with that. I mean, we also have, uh, we even have this one guy in our group of friends that we play with online and he is the king of dad jokes. He he's actually more along the lines of a dad in training cuz he actually is closer to having kids than I am. I sh- don't really deserve the title. Um but like everything's a dad joke with with him. I mean even when you're like I'm here, he'd be like hi here, I'm James.
0: Yeah. Of course. That's that's uh that's dad joke number 2 right after make me a sandwich. And that's actually one that we still use today with my daughter. She'll, She'll come up to me. It could be like four in the afternoon. Like, I'm tired. Like, oh, hello, tired. I'm your father. Nice to meet you. No, I'm tired. I know. And I'm your dad. What do you want? And she just starts pouting, just sitting there. Her lips go upside down. And I just smile. And then eventually, like maybe 15 seconds after, she starts giggling. And she starts thinking something else is funny. And then it's a completely like 180 turn. And she'll start talking about bunnies, or <laughs> rabbits, or Cuphead. She kept talking about Cuphead all day, dude. Like she was like, "Cuphead, can we play Cuphead?" Like, yes, but we'll 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 do it after we we do the Pokemon Go raid. And, and yeah, <laughs> do you, she, does she she's play like at all? Super into the game.
1: Yeah, uh, well, she plays Minecraft and now Cuphead. But does she like have her own account on Pokemon Go?
0: Oh, sorry. With Pokemon Go, does she play at all? Uh, she just plays with us. So, when we were done battling um, Entei, who's the new beast that of the legendary beasts that is out now. Right. Um, we, we let her um, try and catch other just rudimentary Pokemon that were surrounding the gym. Because as much as I love her, there is no way I'm letting her use one of those, like special what are they called legendary balls uh, whatever premier the white ones? balls premier balls there is no way I'm letting her use one of those premier balls unless unless I had like a total of 20 of them like yeah go ahead use 3 I don't care but <laughs> I only had like I only had like 12 to try and catch this guy and he kept jumping out.
1: You know, I got very and, discouraged. So I caught the, him on the whole raid scene. Uh, went to when? Why? When? What was the first one? Moltres dropped. No, Articuno. Articuno yeah. dropped.
0: Art. No, uh, Lugia was. First. Lugia. Lugia. Yeah. And... Yep,
1: Lugia. So I went to a bunch of Lugia raids and didn't catch a single one. After like spending the whole day going to raid after raid after raid after raid after raid. After raid, after raid, after raid. And it just, it never, I I never caught it and I just gave up. I was like, you know what? I, I don't, I, this isn't fun.
0: Oh, that's a shame, dude. I know, uh, I think I've told you the story, but there was a guy that was raiding with us and he started raiding early that morning in a completely different town. And through the multiple chats that we had up, he was like well-known As the guy that did about seventeen raids in a single day and didn't catch it at all. Oh no! And yeah, and that's you know you only get one free raid pass, so that's at least sixteen dollars right there that he had to spend. You know, if if each raid pass is worth a dollar. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so you know every raid that he would go to afterwards. Everyone would just like keep their eye on him, just to like you know in hopes that he would finally catch and what had happened with him was that um no joke, the last raid of the night he finally caught it, oh and wow, I was there, and I did not catch mine, but I had already caught a Lugia earlier that day, so I wasn't. I wasn't too upset, Mm. Um, and my son had caught his, so it was kind of a win-win-win. Like, I was proud of my son, I was proud of this guy, Um, and then as the days to come, he kept on catching them, and he ended up catching like 20 Lugia. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, so yeah, first day jitters, terrible, but you know what I think it is? It's the people you go with, because... That's the weird thing about this game. There are people that are, like, total, like, uberly into it. They know every Pokemon, their generational uh, evolutions, and... You know, their their nicknames, you know, what they studied in high school. <laughs> yeah, the Pokemon. They went to high school. Like, they know everything. Then you got people like me that enjoyed the show, didn't really, you know, play the card game. But, you know, you know a little bit here and there. I never played any of the video games either. And then you have the, the super casual people who are... Um, you know they're only back because it's a thing. It's a fad again, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, I, I stopped like eight months ago. And now I'm back, and I'm super far behind. It's like, oh, okay, well, welcome back, and you know we're we're super uh, welcoming of them to come back. Then you get the people that are way too into this game, and they forget that this is a game, and they forget that the only way to win the game, or at least to beat the raids, is to include people. And there's a particular group in our area who is so finicky about who they allow to raid with their raids. Let me put it to you this way. I'm Team Instinct. They are all Team Instinct. We're all Team Yellow. Go Yellow. We're made fun of for multiple reasons. Spark, the color Yellow not many people like our uh our, our legendary bird for one reason or another. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But you would think that we would want to band together and stick together. And there was a raid for a Tyranitar and I had shown up just a minute too late uh as they were all getting into the raid. And I was the last person to join the raid. And we beat Tyranitar. But because I was there for whatever reason, they thought that me being there threw off the ratio of catch ratios. So they said, they said to me, hey, were you in our chat earlier? Like, oh, no, I'm in a different chat, but somebody that's in your chat told me about this, so that's why I'm here. Is that cool? You should have asked us if you can be in the raid. Oh, well, I know a few of you, and no one said I couldn't be in the raid. You all said hi to me. Like, well, we have a reason for limiting the amount of people that can be in the raid. And I was like, "Are you serious?" Like, that's not how it works. Wow, <laughs> no, it's not. That's that's there has there have been studies done? People have dove into the code. People have done anecdotal studies, and it does not matter, especially especially if you're all on the same color team you know what i mean and that's what really irked me and i was like wow you guys are taking this seriously the wrong direction jeez the complete wrong direction and so that's why i say to you when you went to these raids i know you did it with your cousin once in a while um, and that's awesome But when you did these raids, was it just with him or did you just meet random strangers or hope to meet random strangers in these particular gyms?
1: Uh, With him hoping to meet random strangers, which we did, uh, everyone was very helpful and, you know, we waited for other people to show up. Like Mm -hmm. the, the atmosphere was really good. It wasn't that it was just the fact of like raid after raid after raid. It just was nothing, 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 nothing.
0: I got to tell you, man, like yeah, Pokemon Go was, you know, that's all I talked about for the uh, for like the beginning of each month. Right. And then it would like little by little die off because, you know, it's it's been three weeks in, in that in that circulation of the legendaries. And I'm like, I don't really want any more legendaries. And now that there's a new legendary Entei, everybody's back out like people that I haven't seen for two months. I'm like, oh, dude, you're still playing the game. This is great. So I know you said that it doesn't, you know, the people that you met, it didn't matter. Um, But I highly recommend that you do find a um, either a group me or discord or Facebook group where people are talking about it. And, you know, that positive energy just talking about it might um, inspire you to do one raid a day. Keeps the keeps the doctor away, so to speak.
1: (laughs) Well, right now it's uh, for me, it's all things destiny Two.
0: Yeah, you know, what do you think of my Cade, uh, my Cade model that I showed you? Well, I've
1: got a couple of those.
0: <laughs> oh, whatever. I thought I was cool. I'm not cool anymore. Well, hey, guys, thanks for listening. I'm Tony Hannity. If you want to follow me, you can do so on Xbox Live. Hannitys, just my last name. Or on Twitter, LazyTechTony. Over to you, Quentin. How can people follow you in a non-scary uh, kind of way?
1: <laughs> Best place is probably on Xbox, which is my gamer tag Firewall
0: which will be in the description either here on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, and however else that you capture your podcasts. And hopefully we will be on a more systematic schedule for the next episode. But in the meantime, you guys stay peachy. Nope, just stay awesome, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya.